Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Well, well, well. If it isn't the J-Rod Concerts family, how is everybody doing? Happy holidays. I think we can now say happy holidays. You know, right on the eve here of Thanksgiving here in America. Hope everyone is doing well. Even if you're not in America, a good chance to take stock of the year. You know, seeing um, what you overcame this year. Gratitude. There's always something to be grateful for. So I'm grateful for the fact that you guys are listening always. So never take you for granted. Thank you so much. Now, today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, man, love her, love her energy, love her talent. I first met her um, by serendipity a little bit in in Nashville. Uh, But there was something about the singer-songwriter, and I was not wrong. Her name is Sarah Jean Kelly. She's a Nashville native really really amazing talent she was once called the daria of country music due to her dark sensibility and slightly melancholic sense of humor and her voice oh sweet mother of god it'll take you back to brandy carlisle patty griffin lucinda williams it is spellbinding her voice she's open for rodney crowell she's open for emmy lou harris and uh, her latest dp black snake is coming out uh, on the 19th of november and it is quite quite an album super personal i mean you can tell that she put her soul and her guts into it because it simply shows a wonderful wonderful piece of art so make sure to check it out black snake on uh, friday november 19th and yeah i mean look guys in this conversation you're gonna hear from um from sarah jean like you've never heard her before i mean she opens up about her life in ways that she never really has she talks about uh, her breakthroughs the challenges uh, with music that she had internally, her internal struggle. She talks about uh, growing up in a musical family, you know, finding herself in Montana during the pandemic. Just really, really great conversation, and we couldn't be happier to have Sarah on the show. If you're new to the show, welcome. Please click subscribe, give us a review, give us a rating. Helps a lot. And without further ado, guys, let's get on with it. Sarah Jean Kelly on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Sarah Jean Kelly, look Hi. at you. How's look it going? at it's going great. Look at you. Look at that compound. It's artistic. It's like moody. It's fall. It's just per. It's so you. We you love know, it. I got this ring light, and um, it's doing all the work. <laughs> it's doing all the work. Unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable, Sarah. Well, it's great to see you. You look great. Oh, we spent. Thanks. We spent last week, and I was telling my producer earlier, Sam, we were listening to Black Snake, which comes out November 19th. 19th. What a fucking amazing EP, Sarah. Like, those songs, Sarah, to me, you talk about songwriting and all of these songs. You piloted the songwriting. Unbelievable. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was definitely, it's definitely been a labor of love. That's for sure. It's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Like, and I should tell my... And as you told my audience, like we briefly met in person and you had this energy that you had a sleeve, you know, like a card under your sleeve. I, I just knew it. I knew it. You had the confidence. We felt it. And now we know why. It's I know perfect. you were like, 
come be on my podcast. I was like, you don't even know if you like my music yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Sarah, you know, I wonder if like the fact that you're like such a great songwriter in, here in Black Snake, if that isn't part of the satisfaction, right? Like when you release an album like this, you know, every song is fantastic. But when you look back on it, isn't it amazing and special that it all came from your head and like it's out in the world now? Yeah, it uh, it feels, you know, the whole the whole thing was written for the most part. Most of it was written um, within a year. The only yeah. song that is before that was Black Snake, which is a song that came out early, I think, twenty nineteen, or that I wrote early in twenty nineteen. It was just like oh, one of those songs where I wrote and was like, uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> everything's about to change. Why? Okay, uh, right, because of the world, right. Uh, well, I just like, it was one of those, I hadn't written a song in a really long time. Like I kind of, I right. music for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, and then I came back, I, everyone's wanted to just like pick up my guitar and just like fiddle with something and write like half of something. And I was in this place where every time I would sit down to write a song, it would, uh, things would come out that I wasn't necessarily ready to yeah. uh, admit yet. Um, so I was like, oh. Uh, I can't touch my guitar. Sure. That's when my my conscious comes out. Uh, my yeah. So I um. I yeah. Just stopped writing. I just stopped writing because I was like, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't like what's coming out. It's not what I want to come out. I want happy yeah. songs. It's just like, um. Yeah. So it's been it's been really interesting. And so this is like the most vulnerable EP I've ever put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been exciting and cathartic, but then also terrifying and, sure. uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you have, you, you basically have a career already in music or a really good one. You come from music family, mm -hmm. but, but yes, like you said, like you have an interesting career in that you stopped a couple times. You've like, you know, coming to, to your true essence, see what's going on. And, uh, you know, tell me about this period talking about that, Sarah, like when you hit pause, you went to Colorado. And you studied like evolutionary biology, right? Because, I mean, that's fascinating. Like, what a pivot. What did you learn from that time of your life? And what do you carry with you from that time? So that was uh, right out of high school. Um, okay. So I went to an art school in, um, in high school. I was at National School of the Arts. And I, my concentration was in music and songwriting. Right. Uh, and I just wanted to get the hell out of Nashville. I hadn't. You are from Nashville, just for the yeah. record. Yeah. You're the you're the rare the rare one. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's I I feel like a lot of um a lot of musicians whose parents are also musicians are from Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we're second generation. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. I just wanted to get the hell out of Nashville and um. You know, my mom is an artist, and my sister's an artist, and I kind of just, it was my rebellion. I was like, I, you know, I, the first time I wrote a song was I was like in kindergarten or something. Right. So I was always writing songs, so I was just like, I'm going to do the opposite of what I, what everyone thinks I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I went to Colorado and to study biology, because I then also fell in love with Jane Goodall, and I was like, I'm going to yeah. live in the woods, in the jungle, and I'm going to study animals and I still love stuff it's just uh you know it's just not my calling I guess 
Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, just to share with my audience, your mom, of course, I may not know her, Irene Kelly, amazing songwriter, you know, it's written for Ricky Skaggs, Alan Jackson, Loretta Lynn, everyone who's anyone in Nashville. And how was that growing up with her, uh, Sarah? And what I mean, like, would there be songwriting sessions like formal, like where you guys just kind of like cooking and just burst out into like songwriting? Like, how is that? Because just kind of obsessed with that process. Sarah. Well, my mom was a songwriter, so she was always having like, she was always having songwriting sessions in her house. Right. Um, and she always had publishing deals and stuff. So she would like go, her going to work was going to write songs. Sure. Um, so funny. I was actually at a, a, at a party the other night and there were just like children running around while there was music going on. I was just like, this, I love this because it makes me, it, it feels really nostalgic. Cause that's what it was that my childhood was like was my, my mom and my, my dad would like all their friends were musicians. They were all songwriters. So the parties that they would go to were songwriting right. parties. Right. And it'd be a bunch of these like, you know, hit songwriters just like sitting in a room, passing a guitar around. And then, you know, me and my sister and all of their kids would just like run around and play. Just being kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then every once in a while go into the living room and sit down and like, you know, listen to a song and get back up and play, like run around around. And I was just like, this feels like my childhood. This is so bizarre. I like. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I love that. I love that, Sarah. But, but yeah. Okay. And listening to like, of course the EP, I mean, I was, we were thinking some, some of these songs, they just seem to flow out of you. Right. Like when I hear a song, like a prayer to, um, to whomever, mm-hmm. like, it just seems like it just pours out of you. Uh, you know, there's, you know, I've heard painters and artists say like, Oh, like, I've had things that come out of me in 10 minutes and, and I go, it's not possible, but with you, it sounds like songs like these do come out, like just so naturally, don't they? Yeah. For the most part, um, I have an issue that if I don't finish a song within one sitting, I usually don't finish it. Uh, there've been a handful of exceptions <laughs> to that rule. Uh, <laughs> Rains in Montana, which is not out yet. Um, that's going to be the last song on the EP. Mm-hmm. That's a song I, wrote the first verse and chorus and was just like like labored over it for a couple of weeks and finally sent it to my producer and I was just like is this even worth finishing and he was like oh, please finish it this is the best chorus we've ever written um and then the song astronaut yeah beautiful my last EP mm-hmm. that song took me like six years to write I had the like pretty much the first two verses in the in the chorus part or the B section um, and I just couldn't write that last verse and it took forever to get it out and every once in a while I'd pick it up and I'd write a verse and I'd be like, that doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right um, and, it, and I, it was just one of those songs that was always in the back of my head that was just like, I feel like this song needs to be finished, um, but for the most part, yeah, A Prayer to Whomever once again, I hadn't written a song in a really, really long time and so I went to my friend Phoebe Hunt's house, mm-hmm. um, and she was hosting just like a gathering. Sure. And I just started. We were just talking about art and like our process, and I just started crying. It was just like I'm miserable. I haven't written a song in forever. I don't feel like I I have creativity anymore. Like blah blah blah. And she was like, I, "How about this? Okay, I have to go to work, but like you stay here." and write a song or just cry or whatever and so she just like left me in her living room and I just sat there and stared out her window and was just like (laughs) (laughs) 
remember very vividly looking at the tree across the street from her house and just imagining myself standing on the very top of it and just falling backwards off of it. And that just kind of was the, the energy that I was feeling. Um, and then it all just kind of came from there. Like, oh my God. like okay if i'm not gonna hit the ground what's that what's after that love <laughs> the process I don't hit the ground what what comes next oh my god it's so wonderful and and it's not like astronaut sarah like mm-hmm. six years to create when did you know like how do you know boom breakthrough unlocked like across the finish line like does it is it a moment do you know like that's like how did it happen well i think that with that one particularly I was going into the studio and I was like, I want to record this song. Yeah. Um, and I thought that I had finished it. And I actually, there's like that last verse. I was not really that stoked on the like last two lines, but I was just like, oh, I want to get it done anyway. So we just recorded it. And by six years, I was like, it took about four years to write. And then we went in and recorded it. And then right before so i i recorded the wild and then i held on to it for about three years before i released it and before we released it i was like there's just still something about astronaut that needs to be fixed so we took it back into the studio and like add the like the kind of more like percussive piano parts on it yeah took four years to write it took three years to record it was wow songs it was just like I don't know. I just like, kept coming back to it and being like, something. There's something else. There's something else. There's something else. Like one of the most. Um, and that's such a big part of the song. So it's amazing that it came at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, there's something that like feels too. Not, it's not grounded. There's nothing that's grounding this song, and so that's where. Mm. Um, um, yeah. I love it, Sarah. How was how was COVID for you? And the reason why I ask is because I mean, it's a trite question, but just hearing you speak. You're so profound and you're so in tune with nature. You're so in tune with the universe and like with yourself and with the world. How are those months like in lockdown, in tranquility, like within yourself? It seems like you, you really embrace that. Am I wrong? Uh, you know, some days I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at first it was awful because I was like, um, you know, coming into 2020, I had just broken up with my then husband and it was just kind of like, this is going to be, I, I had just released The Wild in October of 2019. Right. So I was like, I want to start touring. I want to play out in Nashville a lot. I'm like ready to get back into myself. I'm ready to um, like reconnect with my old friends. I'm ready to make new friends, like maybe kiss some boys in the, at parties, you know, stuff like that. And, I, and then I was like, and I'm going to, you know, buy a house. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm making good money and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it was like the pandemic. I lost my job. I, you know, yeah. wasn't able to like go to parties and meet people and tour. Or kiss or boys or kiss anyone. Yeah. Boys, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst part. No that was, that was a hard part of it. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then it actually ended up, the first half of it actually ended up because once I became, you know, after like three weeks of, oh, wait, this isn't going anywhere. I was like, okay, so then how do I come to peace with this? Um, and I I spent a lot of time just like sitting and writing. So a lot of these songs, like um, 
I am the ocean, uh, and our story, or both written, you know, I was staying at my mom's house because I just went through a divorce, but um, we're both written at my mom's house. Hey, listen, we, we should have talked about that when we met. I'm team divorce, early pandemic too, so I know, yeah, exactly. That's, a, that's for episode for the next episode, yeah. All right, we'll talk about it another time. I'm, yeah, yeah, I got a lot to say. <laughs> That was the thing. The pandemic either strengthened your relationship or broke up relationships that needed it. So yeah. Um, and then I stayed at my friend's Airbnb for a month because you know no one was staying there. She needed someone to to watch it, and I didn't have anywhere to live. And um, and then I was able to go to Mon and you know I was making unemployment, so it was great. I was making a bunch of money and didn't have wasn't tied to anything. Didn't wasn't paying rent. Wasn't uh you know, in a relationship. And so I packed my car up with my dog and we drove up to Montana and just stayed there for a month and hiked and, um, all that stuff. And then nice. the hardest part was coming back from Montana. Uh, cause I, you know, it was, I spent so much time running around, staying at my mom, staying at Airbnb, going to Montana, hopping around, hiking a bunch. And then I was just like, okay, I'm ready to just like have a place that's mine. And so I got this apartment in Nashville and was, felt great at first and was uh, picking out my couch and pit, oh, this is the first time I'm actually in my life, in my thirties, this is the first time in my life where I'm actually, uh, growing an aesthetic and, and having my own space. Uh, so it was really exciting at first. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, it was just the first time I had had absolute stillness. Yeah. And that was kind of a mind fuck. <laughs> that right. was pretty difficult. Probably necessary. Yeah. Definitely necessary. You know, you, there's only so much running you can do, but though there was about a month or two where it was just dealing with the, the stillness for the first time yeah was rough yeah definitely how long were you in montana for sarah about a month in uh, about a month May, that's 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 oh my god so you were there early that that seems like a pretty important trip like did you just like for yourself coming out of like the personal situations and where you were creatively that must have been a trip no pun it intended great. and i have family up there so i had places to stay and stuff and um when I got up there, it was like right after, uh, I think the, when I was up there was the weekend that they were opening Yellowstone for the first time after the, after oh, wow. Okay. So not too many people. You kind of had the place to yourself. Beautiful. When I was there, it was crazy. And I went with my cousin and we went to, um, uh, old faithful and he was, there were maybe like 80 people there. Wow. And there are usually thousands of people here. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, you know, 10 rows deep and wow. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty spectacular and just all the hiking trails I went on, there was nobody on them. Right. Yeah. Such and a special trip. dog with me. So <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't care about the exes. We care about our dogs. Like, right. please. Every once in a while I was like, what would I do if the mountain lion jumped Oh my God. Yeah. We'd put up a good fight. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Sarah. You're being so good with your time. Thank you. Um, you've opened up for like Emmylou Harris and Rodney Crowell. And, you know, you shared the stage with so many great Nashville musicians just from your childhood on. You know, I know in Nashville, we run into people all the time, right? It's like a thank you. But as a student of music that you are, 
not just family royalty, I mean, who appreciates everything from Dylan to Patty Griffin, when someone like Emily Harris asks you to open for her, Sarah, like that must still, even though you have all this path behind you, that must still be an incredible feeling, right? She's the greatest. I, yes, it's an incredible feeling. And it was for A Musician's Corner where she was, I think it was right after, um, this was many years ago, it was right after she had opened her dog rescue bone parts retreat. So she was there promoting that and it was very exciting. I She met my dog. <laughs> Once again, the dogs. We care about the dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it, Sarah. And, and her voice just, it, it transcends. Yeah, yeah, it's, and and so does you, and so does yours, honestly. And she saw it in you. I mean, seriously, like we talked about Rainseed Montana. What a song! Look, I don't know what's going on, Sarah, but we're pulling all our chips on the Sarah Jean Kelly train. Like we are all in. We are going all in on this. You're so good. And you know what? There's nothing more embarrassing than like backing people early on, like, and then they go nowhere. But that's not going to happen with you. You are it. Like we love it. We feel very strongly about it. Yeah. Thank you. I know oh. I was talking to a friend the other day and he was just like, well, at least you're not in it for the money. And I was like, don't get me wrong. No, yes. We're money. totally in it for the money. We're in it for the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not the only reason. I'm, I'm, there are easier ways to make money. I'm, I'm not good at any of them. <laughs> right. I, just don't, I just don't care about any of them. I, I like, nothing else lights my fire the same exactly. way. Exactly. Look, you, yeah. you're still going to co-write, but better to do it in a nice hotel, you know, then. Yeah, no. I get it. Exactly. Of course, Sarah. Oh my God. So yeah, the new album, everyone check it. It's called Black Snake out November 19th, available wherever you may stream or purchase music. Um, are you going to perform a song for us? Come to huh? the, I said, and if you're in Nashville, come to the Black Snake EP release party at State Gallery on Look November 20th. That. Look at that. There you go. You're cordially invited. Look at that. Amazing. Right. Amazing, Sarah. Are you, are you in the mood for, to play a song? Do you want to play oh, a song yeah. for us? Awesome, awesome sauce. Do you know what? Which one would you? Goodness. What What are you feeling? We always ask our guests, especially one as in tune with energies as you are. What are you feeling? I'll do the. I'll do my title track. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.
Oh my God, chills. My chills have chills, Sarah. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh. It, it's a lot. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Uh, Thanks for a wonderful oh, chat. I Thank you so for your time. Now. What's that? I feel high. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> the universe feels high. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Thanks for having me. This has been J Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.